This is Mordency with a Hacker Public Radio episode. The following is an interview with the founder of Notacon, which I recorded last summer. I thought the recording was lost, but recently found it on an old SD card. So enjoy. Hello, this is Mordency with Hacker Public Radio, and I'm interviewing uh, Froggy from uh, the Nerd Nook, who is the the CEO for Nauticon? Uh, I like to call myself a founder. <laughs> founder? Okay. So for everybody who's uh, not attended, what what is Nauticon? Well, Nauticon is essentially what hacking conventions are all about. You know, we try to distill hacking down into its base form. Um, in terms of how to do things with technology and other things that it wasn't originally intended to do. Uh, at Nauticon, we focus on three different kind of, um, our motto consists of basically three different words, community, creativity, and technology. We like to find communities of people that like to creative apply technologies in all of its various forms. So uh, we try to bring people together who are interested in doing stuff, not necessarily talking about stuff or seeing something being done. We're all about doers. So participating. Being, Absolutely. Being part of the community. Correct. Which is, which is exactly what Hacker Public Radio is all about. Well, and it's actually why, uh, why we call people who come to our event participants and not attendees. Uh, we realize that there's a really big difference between, some, be, between simply being somewhere and being a part of something. So uh, we, we are very clear to make that distinction. So, so this year was uh, Nauticon 9, it was my, and it was my first time for attending. And uh, one of the things I noticed that I haven't seen at other events is that all the badges are circuit boards. So can you tell us uh, how, how you chose that? As, uh, sure. Well, and I have to admit, um, we weren't the ones that kind of invented that. There were a lot of other clans, including DEF CON, that did it first. Uh, but I really liked the idea because it exemplified to me what we're all about. Um, we're all about people doing things and creating things and building things. Uh, our take was a little different than some of the other cons, and uh, a lot of the badges like DEF CON had the core of their badge pre-built. Uh, a core concept of ours was to have as much of it as possible built by the user so that they can go through the process of, well, here's how to make a good solder joint. You know, Here's how to work with somebody else who has a little more expert to, to get that mentoring down. Um, so you know, we've tried a different versions. We've had an Arduino badge, uh, and we've had a pick-based badge. Uh, and every year we, we try to do something a little different, but we chose the hardware badge because it let us get a lot of flexibility in terms of trying to spread our message and what we're all about. It also looked pretty damn cool, so you can't argue <laughs> I, that. I, I, I cannot. I, I really loved putting mine together. and uh, 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 I'm trying to figure out more things to, to play around with it at. And, and that's why we do it, absolutely. So, so can you... Uh, 
uh, think of a uh, any of the coolest things that you can remember seeing people do with their badges? Well, uh, a couple years back uh, with the Arduino badge, we had people do some really awesome things. Uh, one person turned theirs into a fully autonomous robot, which I thought was awesome. They went down to Radio Shack, bought some gears and some wheels and some motors and, and built a robot. Uh, another friend of mine, Luis, uh, put two badges together uh, with their breadboards and managed to do a sound, uh, basically a, a sound synthesizer he put on. Uh, the sound chip from a Sega Genesis and managed to do fully synthesized voices through that uh, one of the coolest things was that he couldn't he didn't actually leave enough room on the breadboard to do all he wanted to do so he used the Arduino to actually um, do the waveforms for him so he used the, the, the pulse width modulation inside the, our, the Arduino to generate a lot of the sound functionality that he was going to do um, on chip somewhere else so very, I thought that was really cool very interesting but we always uh, like to put plenty of room on the breadboard for blinky lights and other stuff because uh, you can't go wrong with the blinky light so so uh out of the the nine years of Nauticon uh, what what's been your what year has been your favorite badge um, our favorite. Well, we've only done the hardware badges two years. Uh, both badges were great in their own respects. Um, I really don't know if I can pick one over the other because they all, they both had disadvantages and advantages. Uh, I'm really excited about the Nauticon 10 badge, which hasn't been released yet and is still in development. Um, Krenal Desai, who was one of our presenters last year, uh, agreed to do our badge for next year, um, which will be 32 base. Uh, pardon me, 32 bit probably. Uh, designed on an MSP and will offer us a lot of power and a lot of flexibility. Uh, we're going to post the design and the specs early so people can have our, their own shields and code and development already before they get to the con. Because one of the other things we realize is that uh, we don't want people to dedicate their entire weekend to sitting down and programming their badges since there's so many other awesome things we want them to do as well. Uh, hopefully we can get people to bring uh, code uh, bases that are ready for their badges so they can hit the ground running and start to enhance their code with other people's code. So, so one of the things I noticed beyond the normal um, uh, talks at a, an event was the uh, contests on the on the last night of the show. Yes, our, uh, our Pixel Jam demo party. Yeah. Yeah. So, can you tell me a little bit about the the contest and the the, right. the different? Uh... I'll be happy to. Um, demo parties don't really originate in the United States. Actually, they uh, originated in in Europe uh, back in the late seventies and eighties. Um, mainly as ways for uh, demo coders and demo groups who wrote the graphical cracks in the beginning of Apple II games and all that other kind of stuff. So uh, instead of just cracking a game for, for the sake of cracking it, they realized, well, we can actually start a community around people who just develop these awesome little bits of code and that generate graphics and audio as a way to one-upsmanship. You know, as a way of one-upsmanship. Um, I became aware of the demo scene in the in the late 80s, early 90s, and it really kind of congealed for me when I saw uh, Second Reality by the group Future Crew, uh, which was developed for Assembly in 1993 in Finland. Since then, I've always kind of, uh, I've really kind of, um, I'm trying to think of the word. Well, I, I've, I've appreciated everybody who's been in the demo scene. I've really kind of looked up to them and admired them. And uh, since I really haven't done much demo coding, I thought, well, the best thing I could do was to support demo parties. Uh, we were able to do that initially uh, through the help of Jason Scott and Radman from Acid, and they ran Black Party, uh, pardon me, Block Party at Nauticon, uh, starting in 2007. 
a few years back they decided to kind of do their own thing so we decided to keep the traditional life with our own event called Pixel Jam that was in the same spirit and uh, uh, what essentially this consists of are competitions on various things, anything from photography to batch hacking to uh, demos, which are essentially um, 3D graphics, usually uh, 3D, basically rendered real-time demo demonstrations of what they can get the computer to do, whether it's to you know be the fastest in rendering polygons or to see how much programming they can throw into 64 kilobytes or 4 kilobytes or even 1 kilobyte of space. So uh, we, we try to encourage this kind of creativity because that's essentially what we were all about initially. I was, I was, I was very impressed watching it all. It was, uh... There was a lot of great entries, and we opened it up to people that weren't at the event, which is a little bit of unusual, but uh, we like to encourage our European friends to help kind of educate us on how to build our own, our own demo scene in the, here in the U.S. Uh, currently, uh, there's only a few demo parties going on uh, besides ourselves and uh, at party, which takes place in Boston. Um, it's kind of a latent art form, but it really is what, what hacking is all about. I like to think of it as that uh, what hacker culture is in the United States is what demo culture is in Europe. You know, it's the same feeling, the same sense of community. They're just kind of doing it in a different way that, that we're doing hack, hacker, you know, hacking here in the U.S. But that, it's all the same concept and spirituality. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so so the, the talks... Um, uh, do you make those uh, available to the public? Are they recorded? Yes. Uh, we're very proud to have all of our talks online. I think we have all of the audio recordings going back to Nauticon 1. We have video starting at Nauticon 3. All of that's available at nauticonmedia.com. Uh, we still haven't put up a mirror to our most recent talks, but our, our good friend uh, uh, Iron Geek uh, has them available at uh, his website, irongeek.com, I think. Um, and we'll be mirroring there shortly as well, or quarantine or whatever. But all of those are freely available under Creative Commons license. You can take them, share them with your friends, show them wherever you want. We, we actively encourage it, as a matter of fact. So for everybody who's uh, uh, ready and, 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 and waiting for the, for the next Nauticon, uh, when is Nauticon 10? If my, if my memory serves me right, it will be April 18th through the 21st in April. Uh, 2013, it will be again uh, at the uh, Hilton Garden Inn in Cleveland, Ohio, right downtown. Uh, it will be, as you mentioned, it will be our 10th year. Um, all of the information will soon be available on our website, nauticon.org. Uh, we're still in the process of revamping and, and launching before DEF CON. So uh, more information will be able, be available there. Uh, we always throw stuff on our, our Twitter feed, uh, at, uh, at nauticon. Uh, and you can also follow me uh, uh, at Froggy Nauticon, and I try to post some stuff on Nauticon every now and then in updates. A quick to, note to Lord Dragonblue to do not schedule Indiana Linux Fest on the same weekend. I would appreciate it. <laughs> I know there's only so many weekends in the year, but uh, I try not to uh, cannibalize other, uh, other cons in the area. And I appreciate when other people try to give us that same consideration. Okay. And uh, one, one of the uh, Hacker Public Radios that I plan on uh, recording is uh, What's in My Bag. You know, a list of uh, the little gadgets and stuff that I carry around with me, and uh, uh, it just so happens that a lot of these gadgets that I have, I have purchased from you. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Could 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 you tell everybody a little bit about uh, your company too? Sure. Well, I started N Nerds Nook actually uh, a few years back. Uh, it was originally called just the Nauticon Store. Uh, I became unemployed. 
And I decided the best thing to do was to spend a lot of money and try to run my own business uh, and run my own store, selling stuff that I thought was awesome. I figured if I thought it was awesome, other people would too. Uh, I've done fairly well, but unfortunately not well enough to call it a career. So I've uh, recently found another full-time job, but I'm still keeping the store alive and going. We sell lasers and emulate handheld emulators, candy, uh, plush, uh, just all kinds of random stuff. Gadgets, tools, soldering irons, um, as well as our uh, Nauticon badges and, and, and parts kits. So that people can get started in that as well. And, and another one of the uh, things that I bought was a beginner's uh, electronics kit. Uh, from Velium? Vel, uh, Vel, yeah. Um, Velman, I think. Velman. Uh, it has two little projects in it, and I'll be recording a separate uh, uh, Hacker Public Radio on how I got into electronics and, and the kits that I purchased from you. And, and it's important with electronics if you really don't know what you're doing to start small because you're going to make a mess and, you know, make some really bad cold solder joints. And uh, I actually recently put together my Nauticon 8 badge, finally. Uh, and I realized how... You know how, how rusty I was at soldering. I had, everything was a cold solder joint, so I had to go back and, and do it again. But uh, once I got into the hang of it, I was really proud of, of how it looked. And I was like, it looked, looked pretty decent, so I'm looking forward to programming that finally and, uh, and doing it. One of the difficult things about an organizer is you really don't have time to play with your own stuff at the con. You're so busy uh, helping people out and answering questions and, and talking with people that you don't get a whole lot of time to enjoy the other parts of the con. So uh, doing things like this and, and working, you know, talking with a participant in Nauticon, it's a great opportunity for me to actually see what else is going on that I missed since there's always so much going on. And uh, so we're, we're here at uh, Bacon. I don't think I mentioned that at the beginning, which is the Columbus Bacon Convention. Um, so what, what, what do you think of, uh, think of it? Well, this is our second year here. We, we're having a uh, great time. Obviously, we're kind of stuck here in the vendor's room uh, for three days, uh, 10 hours a day. But uh, the people are great, and um, a lot of people swung by and talked about Nauticon and other cons in the area. Uh, it's just a good celebration of geekdom and bacon, uh, two things that go swimmingly well together. So, uh, and it's Absolutely. helped that some of the bacon fairies have come around and made sure that we got samples of the treats before they disappeared in the con suite. Well, um, I want to thank you very much uh, for giving me the opportunity to interview you. And uh, hopefully this will be up on Hacker Public Radio soon. And uh, I look forward to Nauticon next year. Sounds real good. And perhaps we can have Hacker Public Radio come and participate with our own radio project, Nauticon Radio. Uh, we do live streaming during that whole event, too. So it might be a good way to uh, get uh, Hacker Public Radio folks involved as well. Well, thank you very much. Right. Thank you very much. Take care. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.